Celebrating 30 years of phenomenal trend forecasting. Here's Gerald Salenti with today's trends in the news. Gerald Salenti, it's Monday, September 9th, 2019. And here are some of today's trends in the news on the market front. Everything's up a little bit mixed, nothing hot happening. And what happened here in the States? The Dow Jones Industrial Average posted its fourth straight gain on Monday. You know why? Amid optimism around U.S.-China trade relations. All right. The Dow Jones Index is up over 30% since Trump got elected. The S&P 500 is up 19% this year. And they keep throwing out this... This bullshit! That's right, about trade wars. They amount to nothing. The numbers are tiny. China doesn't rely that much on U.S. trade. The best numbers I'm looking at, it affects about 4.5% of their total GDP. So this isn't a big deal. And there are no trade wars going on with other countries. But they like to sell. Bullshit. That's what they do. All right. What else do we have? The major index all started the session trading higher <laughs> on saying that China last week offered to increase purchases of U.S. agricultural products if the U.S. eased restriction on telecom giant Huawei. <sighs> Bigger than that. Gold fell to a two-week low on Monday, briefly breaking below the key $1,500 support, which it has. It's below it. And you know my forecast. The downside of gold is $1,390. It will get there, or has the opportunity to, if gold breaks below $1,450 an ounce. And... The dollar eased against a basket of major currencies, but yet gold still went down. This is important because gold is going up even though the dollar is at a two-year high. And it's going to, again, be affected by all of these central banks lowering interest rates. That's the bottom line. And across the world, there's negative interest rates, negative bond yields, you know it. And that's the way we see it. Oil jumps 2.4% as new Saudi minister commits to output cuts. And here's the good news. Nuts Netanyahu calls for action against Iran. This is disgusting. But, hey, no more disgusting than Trump calling for action against Iran or against Venezuela or anybody else. So that's what's driving crude prices up a little bit. They're going to do everything they can to push them up. And you can see what Saudi Arabia did by bringing in a member of the royal family to run the operation there in oil because they have to get oil up to $100 a barrel for their economy to break even. And now it's hovering around the low 60s. Elsewhere, China's crude imports gained about 3% in August from a month earlier. Very important because China does not want to lower the value of its currency, the yuan. They are the biggest importer of oil in the world. 
Oil is dollar-based. They don't want to pay more for it. Their economy is slowing down, and so too is the global economy. I just want you to look at the headlines of these papers over the weekend, the Financial Times. Gloom deepens for global economy. The slowdown affecting the world economy was reflected in disappointing data on U.S. jobs and German manufacturing yesterday, meaning last Friday. Piling on pressure for central bankers to launch a stimulus push. Goes back to gold. The more stimulus they push, the higher gold goes because they're just dumping in fake money. And the smart money is going in a different direction. Investors expect officials in the Eurozone and the U.S. to launch new monetary easing to tackle the downturn. China is also pressing ahead with its own form of stimulus, announcing yesterday, Friday, that it would loosen curbs on bank lending. That's the reserve ratio requirements. They lowered them before. They're going to lower them again, and they have. Again, Wall Street Journal. Got it? Front page over the weekend. Global slowdown hits job growth. One article after another. Private data. This is about China showing a sharper slowdown than what they're saying. They say, for example, that the unemployment rate in China is essentially 3.5% and hovering around that and 4.5% over the last 15 years. Other data is showing that it's more in the range of 5.5%. And again, China over the weekend released billions of dollars into the banking system to pump up the economy. Very important. And the numbers coming out, for example, and how they're cooking the books on China's slowdown in auto sales, which account for some 10% of their GDP, they're down 12.9%. That's on the numbers coming out from the companies. The government's reporting they're down 5.3%. The estimates from people like Bank of America. They're saying they're going to be 12, down 12% 12 for the year. Gold is the way to go as interest rates fall, says Mark Mobius. And he is, according to CNBC, with their feature story, an expert in the field. Little late, Marco. What is this? September 9th? I said this on June 6th, and he gives all the exact reasons from our trend alert. Physical gold is the way to go, in my view, because of the incredible increase in money supply. Duh. No kidding. Really? All the central banks are trying to get interest rates down. They're pumping money into the system. Yeah, Mark, I've been saying this for how long? But again... That's why you tune into Trends in the News, because all they're giving you in the mainstream media are their people that they like and a lot of You got it. Mobis recommends that investors hold 10% of their portfolios. Yeah, no kidding. China's August exports unexpectedly shrink. Okay, what did they unexpectedly shrink to? They fell from 1% from a year earlier. 
the highest fall since June. And that's despite expectations, this is very important, that the falling yuan would offset some cost pressures. So they said the cheaper the yuan goes, that the more they're going to export because their products are cheaper. And I said, that's not true. I've said this on many shows, including Trends in the News. Because again, I'm showing you how much oil they have to import. They don't want a weaker yuan. It's not making up for the difference because go back to the two headlines I just showed you. It's a global slowdown. That's why they're exporting less. And by the way, they're also importing less. On Sunday, data showed China's imports shrank for the fourth consecutive month since April. Imports dropped 5.6% on year in August. Sluggish demand was likely the main factor in the decline. Auto sales, 10%, global slowdown. And again, China turns to banks to spur growth. I mentioned that. But not only China, Central Bank in Moscow cuts rates. Oh, let's see. The Bank of Russia cut its interest rates Friday for the third time this year amid a sluggish economy and easier monetary policies abroad. And we can't use that word abroad anymore because I find that uh, politically incorrect to call it abroad. I say we have to call it a man. Or let's call it another name. Just joking. Take it easy. And you know how I talk about the greatest depression being worse than the Great Depression? Guess what? It's going to be more than an economic depression. That's what I keep saying. And that's why it's very important to get in the best shape you can physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Not talking about religion. That's your own trip. I'm talking about who you are, what you want to be, and how to become better. But anyway, the Great Recession that happened in 2008, new study, put a massive dent in financial stability for millions of Americans and led to a steep rise in unemployment, but for many, the effects damaged far more than their bottom line. It affected them. Here we go. A new study shows that those who suffered hardship from the economic slowdown were more likely to experience a lasting decline in mental health, including anxiety, problematic drug use, and depression. Greatest depression. Gabisha, you got to get into the best shape. Game over. Fights on. Our study provides new perspective on the impact. The Great Recession showing that population level analyses likely miss important patterns in data, they say. And this is coming from the Association of Psychological sciences. And another one. This just came out. Financial stress literally making two in five young Americans sick. These are people between 25 and 45. According to the survey, financial stress and worries are quite literally making people sick. Respondents listed health care as their main financial worry of their lives. Again, getting the best physical health you can. And three in four admitted to having a negative experience due to financial stress. 39% said financial stress has been a negative impact on their health, indicating a troubling cycle of financial stress 
brought on by healthcare costs, which in turn lead to more health problems. Exactly. And 35% of respondents said financial stress harmed their relationship with spouses or significant others. 26% said financial worries had harmed close friendships. 26% said it affected their performance at work. And 21% said it hurt their attendance at work. The greatest depression is coming. Look at the news. Look at the trends. You don't wait for the official word. Again, I am on record of having forecast the 1987 stock market crash before anyone. The dot-com bust, it's in our Trends Journal October 1999, dot-com bust by the second quarter of 2000. The panic of 08, I took the domain name out in 2007. So, you know the motto, think for yourself. And what else? On to some international news. They're all idiots. Bump, 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 bump. Amid chaos of Brexit, Britons lose faith in politicians. How could anybody of any intelligence that much have any faith in politicians? Low-life pieces of scum. Don't believe me? Google up the definition a person that's manipulative and devious, typically to gain advancement within an organization so nothing is politically correct. Here's one of the quotes right in the beginning, and this is global. They're all idiots, stuck-up, stupid, useless idiots, said Mr. Peters, 37 is a carpenter. Quote, we voted for a very simple thing, to leave, talking about Brexit, we didn't vote for deals or endless negotiations. We just want to get out. But our politicians are useless, and they have turned one of the most important decisions in our history into a farce. Yes. It's nobody's business but the people's business. This is what they voted for, not what I want, not what you want, what they want, but the politicians tell us that's what to do for us. Just like that slimy piece of garbage Cyprus, that little lowlife little boy, the Greek boy, who took it Greek, that's right, when the people overwhelmingly voted not to get screwed by the International Mafia Federation, and he gave him the shaft. They could care less about us. It's a disgusting system. Look around. It fish rots in the head down. And all we have are rotten fishes for leaders. And it goes right down. And I know it personally from a rotten piece of fish. Whether it's a friend, the family, you name it, they're all around. We need a new way in higher morality. And if we don't get there, we keep going down. And speaking of no morality and low lives, Pompeo, Pompeo, yeah, Pig Pompeo, says the Afghan war was successful, a real achievement, and that in 19 years the war had greatly reduced the risk that an attack on the United States would emanate from Afghan soil. You know what that is? That is total, disgusting Pompeo bullshit. You got it. 
You got it. There was never an ounce of proof it came from Afghanistan. Oh, by the way, how about it came from Saudi Arabia? Because according to the detail, 15 of the 19 people were Saudis. Oh, yeah, but they hide in Afghanistan over there. And I, yeah, Osama bin Laden's been there. So we invade a foreign country who said, show us proof. It's in detail in your previous Trends Journal. They gave us nothing but hate and lies, the war criminal Bush, and more of them to follow. Okay, what else do we have here? Mexico says it cut number of migrants heading to the United States by 50%. To avoid the tariffs and threats of even more draconian tactics, the government of Mexico dispatched more than 20,000 police officers. But many have viewed the Mexican administration response to the problem as a little more than capitulation to the Trump administration. That is stupidity. That's the moronic crap that you're not supposed to write about as a reporter. But they're not reporters, they're prostitutes, particularly all of them. But the New York Times, they hate Trump, so they go after him. They did a deal over there. Stop them from coming over. We don't want them over here. If we do, we're not going to do business with you. Okay, we'll stop. Sanctions tightened, stifling dollar flows. This is a disgusting Trump one. The U.S. Treasury Department said it would curb remittances to Cuba and ban some money transferred through U.S. regulated banks. Leave Cuba alone. Mind your own damn business. They want to be who they want to be. Hey, I could call him this. Hey, obese Trump, take care of the United States. Our infrastructure stinks. The jobs stink. Mind your own damn business. Leave Cuba alone. That's the one, two things I agreed with with Trump, with uh, Obama. The murder of Obama. Easing up sanctions with Iran and Cuba. Other than that, he was nothing more than arrogant. Bullshit. And now, on to the presidential reality show, because that's all it is. One big freak show in a country near you. UK, US, FU, you know what. Biden gaffes give hope to Democratic rivals. More recently, after telling a war story that conflated several different incidents, Mr. Biden insisted voters should not focus on, quote, the details of what he was saying. Quote, the details are irrelevant in terms of decision making. That is the stupid jerk. This guy just on that statement, get the hell out of here. Biden, another guy that's been sucking off the public tit all his life, an arrogant guy. And when you read the Trends Journal, you see the deals that they did with the Ukraine. That's right, when his son and the Heinz boy and others were over there doing deals after the United States overthrew the country. Dumbbells. Good news. Russia-Ukraine exchange prisoners. Good for them. Peace is the only way. And when you talk about peace and American prostitutes... They're all pieces of stinking, rotten crap. They won't let Tulsi Gabbard in the next 
presidential debate. These are not debates, by the way. They're little games. They're sideshows in the presidential reality show. You got a minute to answer the question in 30 seconds or a response. That's stupid. Anyway, they've had two debates with all the people it added up to four debates. When you add all the hours of the debates, they spoke 19 minutes about foreign policy. That's Tulsi Gabbard's main platform. No foreign entangles, stop this regime overchange, bring home the troops. She saw it as a medical person in Iraq and the disgusting horror of war and doesn't want any part of it, and she's a major. The grand total of some 3% of all of the debates were about foreign policy. That shows you how screwed up this nation is, how people could care less about occupying peace, and only 3% targeted on foreign policy, yet our budget military budget and the intelligence budget, and of course intelligence is an oxymoron because there's no intelligence among them, is over a trillion dollars. The biggest part of our economy in terms of government spending and only 3% of the debates went to foreign policy. That shows you how stupid the presidential reality show is and why the next president will probably be another jerk, man, woman, transgender, or whoever. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's trends in the news.